today as we step into the first day of Advent. Adventus, awaiting for the arrival of someone, the coming of someone, but that which is yet to come. The church invites us as we come and enter into Advent to actually go counter to what the world is doing today. These last couple of days, most of us have probably been out at the stores shopping and picking up all these great deals on different merchandise, whether that's appliance, whether that's clothes, whether that's many other things. But what yet we see today as we approach Christmas, things begin to speed up. We get more irritated quicker. The lines at groceries, the lines you know, at anywhere is super long. People are getting frustrated at, in the roads, at the stop signs. But yet the church calls us to wait. Adventus, to wait for something to come. But in waiting, we begin to slow ourselves down to reflect, to meditate, to really ponder and figure out who and what we're waiting for. It was interesting a couple years ago, I got the opportunity to head down to Mexico. I was there at a restaurant by myself and I ordered my food. And I was looking at the, the waiter and the waiter kind of gave me this like weird look. Like how can you speak Spanish so well? And he's kind of puzzled and kind of scratching his head as I'm ordering my food and he walks away puts it in my order and then comes back and says, excuse me, I just wanted to test this real quick. You were speaking Spanish so well and I wanted to see if you truly knew and understand Spanish. And I was like, why wouldn't I? I've studied it, I've learned it, I've used it. Sure, I'll, 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 I'll entertain your test. And so what was interesting was he asked me three questions, very simple. What was, your, what was your favorite sports team and why? What is your favorite color and why? And tell me about where you're from. And so I go through and explain all this to him in Spanish. And he, as I'm doing it, he looks at me like confused. Like he's trying to make sense of all of this. He looks Asian. He's here in Mexico. And yet he speaks perfect Spanish. And so at the end of all this exam, he kind of laughs and chuckles at me and says, wow, you do know your Spanish. You weren't lying to me. I was like, why would I? And so he explains it to me and I was like, okay. What is interesting in that is we have this expectation. We hold this expectation because we know Christ came. He came 2,000 years ago and became man and dwelt among us. He's coming today in our hearts and we know that he's coming in the end times in glory. So for some of us, we carry this expectation of we think we know when Christ is coming. We kind of assume how he would come to us in this last coming in the future. But the question becomes, do we truly know and understand and know what we're assuming? Because what we hear in our gospel reading and our second reading from the letter of St. Paul is our assumptions are usually wrong. We hear in our gospel reading the example of Moses. They were waiting and anticipating for so long of this coming of this Messiah. 
But instead, this Messiah, this person, this God, comes and gives them instruction to Noah, and no one follows. Because under their assumption, they believed they knew how Christ would come. They believed they understood God. And so when they saw the signs and saw all the things, they knew to repent and to change their life. But instead, what do we hear? They were marrying, they were having fun, they were getting drunk. And when the sign came, their assumptions were wrong, they missed everything. Instead of being on the ark with Noah and avoiding the flood, everything they had, everything they knew was destroyed. So now let's bring it into 2,000 years ago when Jesus was born. They were promised a Messiah, a king of, the, of all kings. And instead what they got was Jesus. Not born in a royal palace or a throne somewhere, but instead a little manger in Bethlehem. A little place in nowhere. Not being born in anywhere sanitary either, but instead was put in a trough where animals ate out of in the cold of winter. And so what are we really getting at here? We carry so many assumptions and expectations without really knowing how and where God is coming from. Two questions really come out for us to really begin to ponder about through Advent is who are we waiting for? Who are we waiting for? Because there's so many things in life that we're waiting for, that we plan for, that we assume will happen. We're going to go to college, we're going to do all X, Y, and Z things, and then we'll pass away and we'll prepare for our end time. We expect God to come in his royal throne. But what if I said, if God was walking here in the midst of us today and sitting in between us, would we be able to recognize and identify who he is? So who is he that we're awaiting and hoping to come? Secondly, is can we see and be able to identify who he is? Because so many times in our life, in our assumptions, in our looks, in our views of the world, we go to, to and through things very quickly. We get on the highway, we want to go 65 plus on the highway. Sometimes driving 45 in the neighborhood is not good enough. Or even the fact that driving five miles an hour in the parking lot is not good enough. So we want to kind of speed through everything. We get into a time in life where Amazon Prime two-day shipping is not even fast enough for us. So when we look around the world, everything is fast-paced and quickly. But how can we identify something going 100 miles an hour down I-35? You can barely make out anything going 65. How can you see the little rose that may be on the side of the road? How can you catch the new building that was just put up if we don't take the time to slow down? So if we're able to identify and find out who we're waiting for, how do we know how to find him? How to seek him? Because we see in the 2,000 years, he didn't appear in any normal assumption. He wasn't a king. He wasn't born in a, a palace anywhere, but born in a manger. And who was the first three people to identify him? 
They were the three kings from all different parts of the world, seeing the signs of the time, seeing the star in the sky to be able to identify him because they knew, they slowed down, they prepared. For us now living past that 2,000 years, we get to the point in our life like, oh, whenever God comes, he comes, right? We get to this kind of laissez-faire aspect to our life. Because he didn't come 100 years ago with our grandparents. He's, he's not, it doesn't seem like he's coming now. So I can begin to enjoy my life, really take in my life. There's no need to prepare for something that may or may not come. But we're reminded today in our letter to Saint, from St. Saint Paul that it's coming. It's not that if it's coming, it's when it's coming. It's coming quicker than we expect, quicker than expected. But are we prepared in identifying and recognizing and seeing God? Because if he comes in a manger again, are we going to be able to be like the three kings to come and give praise, give worship to him? Or are we going to be like everyone else, his chosen people, and completely neglected and did not miss that sign, miss those symbols, and completely forget that he's here? So as we come to the beginning of Advent, we're asked the question, who are we waiting for? And can we identify him? So we first have to ask ourselves those questions. But when we begin to find him, we're called to begin to prepare. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but today, immediately today. Because he's coming quicker than we expect. He's going to be here soon. But are we ready? Do we know who he is and can we identify him? And if we can't identify him, let us begin and take resolve to find him in the historical, in our daily life. And finally, so that when it comes to the kingdom of heaven, come in glory at the end time, we know exactly who and what we're looking for. Amen.